problem is simple Nostalgia cycle My mind is in a fight against the time that I have Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. This is Kevin Afoku, a.k.a. Zach Infro, here with another episode of Wonder Wednesday. Today is episode 46, and I am with two special, everybody's a special guest here, of the podcast. And this week, we have two amazing people I've met within my college journey. Um, it's been, you know, obviously a great ride hanging with these fellas, two amazing people, and I would love to have their insight and uh, wisdom the grace on to this podcast this week so uh, without further ado can we first have Kriston introduce himself <laughs> all right hey everyone uh yeah good afternoon good morning good evening whatever time of the day you're listening to this <laughs> my name is Kriston <laughs> Ramdas I go to Penn State uh I just finished my undergraduate degree in aerospace engineering now continuing on with my master's Sheesh. Uh, very excited for that <laughs> and uh yeah I've known Kevin for the past four years uh <laughs> first time i met him was uh at a party freshman year uh we clicked when we both realized that we both like to dance <laughs> <laughs> the one time i saw him uh didn't see him again uh for the next year until the same thing another party we met because uh, he was at a different campus so i met he met me when he came up to university park and then uh junior and senior year we decided to become roommates so um uh the rest is history and now i'm here <laughs> yes sir and without further ado, can we also have our second amazing guest, Yusef, introduce himself. All right, what's up, everybody? My name is Yusef, and I uh, just graduated Penn State with a computer engineering degree. I'm actually going to be moving from Georgia to Houston, um, doing some information technology type of field. Yeah, I actually met Kevin um, through a friend of mine, Felix. Uh, I'm not sure if Felix has been on the uh, yes. Felix. Okay, cool, cool. So people know, hopefully. But um, yeah, so I met Kevin through Felix at uh, their apartment, actually, when they moved in and everything. I helped Kevin move in and uh, yep. Felix and Brady move in. And we kind of just been friends ever since, just being able to interact and stuff like that through parties and obviously uh, through Nesby, which is the uh, the big connect between us. But uh, overall, I'm really happy to be on the podcast. Yes, sir. Thank you, Yusuf. So really quickly, Yusuf, we actually met at Nesby 2018, bro. Oh, yeah. When you had hair, right? <laughs> yeah, when I had hair. Before I cut my hair, before my insertion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah, when I meet people, I kind of just say hi, and it kind of gets put to the back of my head. So, so the thing I is, is that I met you by vlogging you, which is hilarious. Really? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're on the video. Yeah, you're you're on the video. Wow. It's funny. Okay, all right. That's interesting. That's interesting. I gotta go back and watch them. I've seen all the vlogs though. Dang, I, I must have <laughs> missed that one because you know we weren't as close. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for joining us once again today. Um, Obviously, we are trying to navigate the the waters right now in terms of life as young adults, um, you know, and that's the whole essence of the podcast. I want a lot of other college students, people our age to kind of interrelate with us in terms of, you know, the struggles emotionally, mentally, physically that we all kind of suffer through, whether you're a college student, whether you're just, you know, going with the flow or whatever you want to do. Um, but I know you gentlemen have been traveling around a lot and doing your normal adult routines and things that you need to do, uh, especially transitioning uh, most of us from college to the working life. So just wanted to know how it is right now traveling with the pandemic and how y'all are kind of readjusting yourselves and reorienting yourselves towards the, the new normal. Yeah, um, good question. <laughs> so 
uh, I had the opportunity this summer to actually do an internship in California. Um, never been to California, uh, like never stayed there for a long time before. But uh, for this internship, I was there for six weeks. And uh, it, it's definitely nerve wracking when, you know, you're going to the state with the largest number of COVID cases, uh, such as California is um, at this time. But um, one thing you just got to or at least I did, was just keep myself um, good in my uh, respective area back at home in Philadelphia, keep myself safe. Um, and this is prior to going to California. So, you know, I just made sure that I stayed social distancing, social distance, um, um, you know, quarantine myself if I had to stay inside just to avoid people. And this is all to ensure that by the time I get to California and I go to work, then I, I don't get anyone there sick. That's the last thing I want to do, you know, bring uh, something from bring a virus from Pennsylvania over to California, you know, or anywhere. Right. So uh, one thing I've been doing is, you know, if I know I got to travel, then uh, just take it easy days before then, uh, just to make sure you're good uh, yourself. Um, and then during travel, I had to go on the airplanes, you know, uh, there's no more road direct flights uh, across the, the United States anymore. So you got to take many connections. Um, and, you know, during that, it's really just uh, wear the best mask you can get. <laughs> the N95 if you have one. N95. Yeah, and trust it. And, you know, um, uh, and, uh, you know uh, because there's less people flying, there's more room on airplanes themselves, which is really nice. So uh, if you got to ask someone, hey, uh, that seat is open, can you, can you move? <laughs> Scoot over, <laughs> you know, just so we have a little space between us. Uh, then, yeah, people are happy to do it, and people just do it naturally. So flying itself isn't really bad, if I do say so myself. Um, and, uh, and just, you know, once you get out, just wear your mask. Um and uh, just really hang out with people that you know, you know, like that you can trust, that you believe, you know, wear the mask as much as you do and, you know, social distance as much as you do. And honestly, you'll be fine. I, I survived six weeks in California. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I don't think I have COVID. Uh, I'm back home now and I feel fine. And um, uh, yeah, and everyone that I know from work, they all feel the same way as well. Um, so yeah, as long as you just follow the guidelines, it, it really does help. Awesome. Definitely. Really yeah. Cool. So when it comes down to like traveling, especially during this time, um, I actually kind of traveled a bit and I like just from um, up at state college where state was with the first like scare made want to, you know, get back down home. And then after a while, I ended up wanting to go back up to state college time up there. So I ended up traveling uh, back up, but driving like my dad and my aunt only so that was kind of but then after that i ended up going uh, actually york um just be around family like Kristan said being able to say like using your mask is super super important and also who you're around is also you know making sure that you know when you're around like certain friends that they are taking the same precautions that you are and take it as seriously as you do um when it comes to like going out to different restaurants even going to restaurants there um in new york i didn't do much of that uh, a lot of my they're at home but coming back down to Atlanta after um, moving out, finally out of State College, coming down Georgia, I, I did end up going to a, um, two restaurants probably total so far. And it's just been about, you know, being um, vigilant about where you're sitting, um, be, making sure that you are abiding by like the social distancing rules, things of that nature. But then also just, you know, making sure you're spending time with people that you know are here because of the fact that I know I'm around um, like my little sisters, I want to make sure that when I'm around them, that I'm not, you know, 
uh, bringing anything into into the household where they could get um, sick and things of that nature. So I also make sure to get tested every once in a while. I know, Kristan, you know, you may feel fine, but you know, it's kind of like a sanity check for, you know, my sister's mom and then also my mom and my dad. So it, it's not just uh, something you do for yourself, but also just so everybody else around you can kind of feel a little bit more comfortable. Um, making sure that I did get checked up on, um, well, did take the test after, you know, being in New York, a really high number location. And then also, you know, going out to uh, a restaurant or two when a friend of mine visited, which is something that I wanted to go ahead and do to make sure that, you know, they felt comfortable to be around me. Um, and it's happy to be that on both tests I did come back negative. So that was that was nice. And the test actually does hurt as much as <laughs> as people say you know i'm serious though like it actually like brought tears to my eyes when they did it um, <laughs> like you know it, it hurts a lot and something really funny that like my mom pointed out and made me actually cancel one of my tests is because i set up a test through through cvs and apparently they make you do it yourself oh. so like my mom was like no one no one is gonna do that painful test directly <laughs> to themselves you know what i mean they're gonna just like put it up their nose like not even a, a half an inch, a half a centimeter, you know what I mean? And it won't and swab it. anything. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So she actually made me cancel that whole test and get it done by um, actual nurses at this other location, which was nice. So, um, and I got to experience the real thing. And then another test I took was actually the antibody test, which is way better than the real one and hurt way less, you know, just by drawing blood. And, and that one also tells you if you've ever had it, which is nice as well. Oh, so, wow. But I, yeah, so when it comes down to traveling, I do have to say just follow a lot of the things Chris San says. I, I believe he's a smart guy. So um, <laughs> follow all the things he said and, and you should be okay. You know, wear your mask and things of that nature. Awesome. That is definitely some great input because I didn't know the antibody test would give you that extensive of information. So that's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. And like people are scared to take the test. I think that's the biggest thing. And that's what people that what makes people even want to stay home because they just don't even want to put themselves at risk either to the virus or having to get tested, which I find hilarious. Um, yeah, that sounds like stepdad. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm kind of in that middle realm, but again, I'm happy you guys are like taking those precautions to do so. And it's again, it's a different, it's a difficult time. And now that you're saying how it is with like, doing it by yourself, how do you feel about universities and people now going back to college now? Being that we're grads, thank God we out. But like, how do you think about the, the our fellow peers going back, having to like take a test specific to their region or area? Maybe their area has a higher number of cases, so they're more likely to get a test in the mail or whatever. Is that going to you know affect things going forward and um is that going to trickle with the numbers i really think it comes down to a few things uh it clearly numbers are clearly going to be there you know it, it's fact you know what i mean whenever you get more people coming all across the country to a huge university like penn state the numbers are going to definitely increase but then uh, another point that is really important i think we should realize is that the, the certain type of test. So like we said, when taking the test itself, with a test like the, the nasal one, a lot of people may not do that correctly because of how painful it is and, and how long you have to keep it in your nose, X, Y, Z, right? So like, I know a lot of companies are really developing and pushing toward, I, I'm pretty sure it's out right now, um, like a saliva test that just makes it way easier and, yeah. and also doesn't give back false positives, X, Y, Z like that. So I think it really just comes down to being able to get out a certain number of those uh, easily accessible and easily usable tests for students. But I think we should all just expect numbers to, to be in the hundreds at least when students come back. Like you have 40,000 people 
coming back to state college, like what do you expect type of thing. And I, I do know a lot of like schools also do like close down after they see the numbers rise so much, but I don't know if Penn State's going to do that, if, if I'm being honest. True. Yeah. Very true. Uh, universities are different from, you know, uh, high schools and middle schools and such, I feel. Because, uh, you know, uh, the, the leadership right now, they're pushing for a lot of the schools to be open. Yeah, you know, regardless of uh, how cases are going right now, and a lot of like high schools and uh, uh, middle schools are fighting back, which is good. Again, like you said, it's all location dependent. Um, but I think there was this one school in Georgia, even um, where they it, it was the one that blew up, where the student took a picture of the hallway and oh yeah 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 yep, I saw that seeing it, seeing it all, and then it turns out that you know uh, they got they had nine cases on the second day already. Now it's like not even within a week, and now they're all shutting down. You know, they're like, okay, for the next few days, we'll be going uh, virtual, um, we'll be transitioning, and they had no virtual options before, so that's the thing. So I feel like a lot of, like, uh, middle schools and high schools, they're just going to go and go right to virtual, which is good, in my uh, opinion. You know, like, my little sister, her, her high school, she's gone to virtual completely for the fall. And, you know, let's just make the decision early and just keep it, you know, make it work. It's sad, you know, especially for college students that, you know, a lot of it is going to be virtual and, you know, they won't have the full experience, but... um. Uh, I feel like they're still going to make the most of it in the end, knowing college students. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of college students, uh, within a, another university over in University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, they just had a recent spike this past weekend due to student activities occurring. And <clears throat> because of that, that's making things even worse for the students going forward. Um, and, and again, even in California and uh, Florida, there's almost no regard to the virus. It's practically, you know, irrelevant to certain people uh and it's like I, I saw this interview and it's from this uh it's about this famous tiktokers um birthday bryce hall who just had his birth it's 21st and they uh interviewed a couple of girls that were at the party as well and lo and behold the girls were saying that you know no we shouldn't have had the party it was you know this is a bad time to do it blah 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 but it was his 21st and it's like, you know, when when you use those type of arguments as a means to still do what you're doing, um, it shows the privilege. It shows the uh, overall, you know, unconsciousness that they have towards the virus and the people they love and surround themselves with. Um, so, like, again, and, and that kind of alludes to uh, Yusuf's earlier point about him trying to take the, the test and being precautionary for his family. I think that's like a huge thing that a lot of young people disregard. Um, and again, I, I'm in this boat where if you don't really know anybody that's gotten it or have kind of seen the effects of it in your own personal life, I can see how it can trigger you to not really believe its existence. However, the statistics and numbers don't lie. So those are huge, you know, things to add shock value. But like still, like I just, I find it crazy how things are still kind of moving forward and there's like no semblance of peace or even thought to trying to contain things. So it's crazy. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm very on the fence about like all the, the precautions and procedures that different, you know, organizations are trying to put in place, but I'm still just so fearful. I don't know. I, I just, it, I'm at the I don't know stage. Yeah, for sure. I think it's just about art and precautionary. Like, honestly, I, I, I would be lying if I said I wouldn't try to like pull off a a party during. But I, but I would also say in the same breath that I wouldn't just be like, hey, everybody and their mom bite. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. and 
and I, and I want to know, you know what I'm saying? Like I would, I would definitely question everybody going, I would definitely check temperatures at the door and I would definitely yeah. even tell them to like get tested before you even show up to a party of mine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it, like if, if, you know, God yeah. forbid, God willing, like you do have health insurance, um, getting tested is free, um, in a lot yeah. of places. So I, I feel like if you care enough about showing up to my party, like, Hey, get tested, boom, knowing that all 20 people are, are tested at my party or however many people I have, I'm not saying I'm going to have like hundreds of people. Um, that, that would make me feel way better. And I just think it's just more about like writing off the virus. Like that, that's where it's, it's kind of like, what are you, what are you saying? Like, Hey, th this virus doesn't exist. Like the virus is fake. It was, a, it was, uh, it was made up by the government just to scare us and keep us in the house. Like, come on, you can't be that, that ignorant to, to, to say that, you know what I mean? But right. at the same time, I'm, I, I, I will wholeheartedly say like, I'm not going to let like a virus stop, stop my life. You yeah. Know what I mean? Like it put it, put it completely on, on, on stop. I agree. Definitely. That is a really good point. I mean, people want to celebrate their youth and live their youth. And right now, August, I know is a huge sign for a bunch of birthdays. So I'm not going against people that are still trying to celebrate in certain ways. But I think moving forward like that, I think you put yourself in a better position and not on the verge of getting your power and water being turned off because you keep hosting parties. So <laughs> that's just like how it is. So or having mayors call your house and crap. Like it's just crazy. Yeah. But, yeah. I also heard about the, I know, Everybody probably heard about the rule about having uh, ten or less people in your in your house or in their house for a party or something like that is illegal now in state college. Wonder how that's going. Oh go. wow, sheesh! Yeah, yeah I, the fines I hear is like three hundred bucks per person, which is crazy. Yeah, um, <laughs> Yeah, bro, it's it's they're definitely being strict about it. And, and I don't know if you guys heard, I said this in the last podcast, but they have uh, these people that go around uh, at Penn State Lake. It's almost like a job that you sign up for and it's a pandemic patrol. So you go around and you make sure people are masked up, need sanitizer and all that type of stuff. Okay. So, yeah, so that's a step in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. funny. I like what you just said. You just gotta, before you can get into this party, just show the bouncer your test results and then you're good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> test exactly. results at the door. Put that on the flyer. Exactly. <laughs> and everybody gets a, a, a free temperature check. <laughs> complimentary temperature check well i appreciate you guys two cents on that because again it, it's an ongoing thing it's affecting everybody i just want to make sure we're taking the right steps i i just hope we can get to some type of level that china is on at the moment in wuhan where the origination slash epicenter of the virus even started how many uh, months ahead of us are they this. They, they like they got two? it they got it like november no i thought they got it in november december yeah and like around november it. it got discovered and then for us it st didn't start coming into like late february early march yeah yeah, yeah. okay that's so, interesting to know and definitely. then um yeah especially with this new vaccine that uh russia has like uh, vaccine but, uh, think about that honestly uh so they like created it in the 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 quickest vaccine ever created basically you know yeah yes and we were already on track the u.s was already on track to create the yeah. quickest vaccine ever made and they just mm -hmm. like half the time that they thought you know what i mean like yeah. we were already speed like vaccines take 18 months to to go through the full life cycle and we were trying to get it put it put it out in a year and they put it out in what five months yeah <laughs> <laughs> So that, that that's an interesting thing as well. So you know, people, are, how would y'all feel about if um hypothetically, right? Your job was like you have two months to to take the vaccine, or uh, or you have to, I don't know, um, I don't know if they would go as far to say you fired, but 
where you could you could never come into like work. You could never step foot into work. Would you? Would Would you take the vaccine? Oh man, it, it, it for me it depends on the vaccine source. And I, I agree. Yeah, and it's like the vaccine source. Okay, yeah, that's a good. That's yeah, a good. I need to make sure you did all the right precautions, all the right tests, all the different levels, one, two, and three. You know, uh, mask, um, surveys, and trials, and then. You know, if it's a good, so good, if it's a good vaccine, I plan on taking it whether I'm required to or not. You know, um, yeah. if my job requires it, I'll say, yeah, sure. Um, if only I'm guaranteed to live, you know, and I'm guaranteed. To live. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as long as your life expectancy is the same, <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> now, I definitely agree. I, I want to know where it's coming from, the originated source, um, the, the, the background checks in terms of the people giving it to me. Um, and, and obviously, you know, every vaccine has a portion of the virus in it. I just want to know if I'm going to be exposed or have some type of side effects and uh, symptoms that could, you know, affect my daily life. So those are the type of things I ask questions about. Um, but other than that, I mean, if it's job required um, going forward, I think it's it only makes sense to take it. But what yeah. about you? Yeah. So for me, I think it's probably similar, man. It's similar. And then all. I don't think I'm taking a vaccine before next year. Like if US is like, yeah. yo, we're on this race or are they steal the magic formula and make it and say they made it better. Um, I'm not gonna take a vaccine before for the end of this year. I just don't trust uh, science. Like I, we've all been in a project where the project was due at the end of the week and we all knew that it wasn't ready. And you know that <laughs> feeling, you know what I mean? And that's the feeling that certain doctors have right now. It's like, uh, we're giving this out and we don't really know, but we're gonna just, you know, stick to our guns on this and just say it's 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 fine because our boss it's finished. Is fine. And then oh, there's no. one signing our paycheck. You know what I mean? So so I'm definitely I definitely do everything you all said about checking backgrounds. Gosh, I just missed the turn. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> A little background uh, stuff is driving right now. Uh, that's yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. About the background noise and things of that nature, man. I'm, I was just trying to trying to uh, do a favor for my grandma. So, uh -huh. uh, <laughs> so yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I completely agree with both of y'all on just making sure you do your own homework on on what you're putting into your body. Long story short. Yeah, definitely agree with that. And with that, I'm going to segue us to our next topic. Uh, over to the raging election right now um there's a lot of a lot of things still going on in the news and the media uh a lot of things centered around trump and biden obviously within the general election um and by the way your daily reminder or weekly reminder I should say please make sure you guys register to vote if you are allowed to vote and uh ensure that if you're doing a mail-in ballot that you put that in prior to october 30th um, reason being you don't want your votes to go, you know, unnoticed and not a part of the system because it's important that all our voices are heard. So, um, but with that, the scary thing is we are having some uncertainties revolving around funding for the USPS, uh, and there's threats that they are going to be defunded by the government and such. Um, how do you guys feel? What are you guys' plans in terms of the election? Are y'all going to walk in? Are y'all going to mail? 
That's a tough one, honestly. Well, it's November. I'm actually going to be out of state. I really think, you know, with the COVID uh, pandemic going on right now, you know, all the risks there, uh, as well as, you know, the, the chance that even if you go in person that you can't get it, because I believe during the, uh, I think that there are primaries in Atlanta, uh, in Georgia, and um, uh, people weren't waiting in person, but as soon as the deadline hit, at the end of the day, then they, all the people in line, they said, oh, sorry. Uh, they closed the doors. We're closed. Yeah, doors are closed. You can't vote. So that's the last thing I would want because I know voter turnout is going to be extremely huge this year. Extremely huge. So that's one thing. The lines are going to be long. And if the lines are long, you know, and there's less people volunteering to work the booths, then, you know, the lines are going to move slower. And the last thing I would want is for me to wait in line uh, only to not get my vote, you know, turned in uh, because the, they close down on you. Um, and so I think the best way to avoid that, avoid both COVID and that uh, that circumstance from happening is to do the mail-in. So that's what I think I'll be doing this fall. Gotcha. Are you scared that your vote might get lost in the mail with what's going on at USPS? Uh, not necessarily. I, I just believe like we have to do it early. Earlier the better. So, you know, um, I, I need to get my paperwork in. My, my, I need to get my paperwork to me first and then fill it out and then, you know, just ship it out the door as soon as possible. The, the biggest concern would be the majority of Americans will probably wait till closer to the end, you know, to when uh, elections actually are. And you said before October 30th, you know, uh, we should push that date even earlier. You know, the, the sooner the better. Mm -hmm. I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's like the minimum, bare minimum deadline. So even earlier than that, like, you know, beat me. Come on, let's do it. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I just I'm very fearful about this because I just don't want this to turn into a whole, uh, I guess, backlash towards, you know, the ways and means of us voting and whether things are going to be swayed because of this. Um, you know, it, people are trying to bend things in their favor um, and kind of obstruct their power. And, and that's the thing we're trying to avoid. It, it's a very difficult like decision and a very difficult uh year in general to to do this type of thing um but again it, overall the vote is your cast for the next four years you know what i'm saying the next four years of america the next four years of the nation uh moving forward in all departments so um it only makes sense on, on what you guys need to do um especially the the listeners in terms of making like a healthy decision for yourself so obviously like if you know you're immunocompromised you know it doesn't make sense for you to go in person don't do it um but as opposed to uh, somebody who you know wants to really make sure their vote gets in and you're in the area where you are allowed to vote it only makes sense to also go in person um the earlier the better uh if i am correct the booths open at 8 a.m and they don't close till six so that's perfect time before going to work or you know if you want to be in the, the the late rush uh after work as well so um, just small things to really think about, um, you know, and throughout the nation, there's going to be different ways and that the election is going to be held. And actually, just to rephrase what I said, 7 a.m. is when the general election begins and then it ends at 8 p.m. So you have plenty of time between before and after working hours. So, uh, but yeah, so uh, it's just I I'm hoping for the best um, going forward and um, I guess more certainty towards USPS being, you know, still available and not at a point where they're not delivering packages on time and, and such or mail-in votes. So that's just my thoughts. I, I just hate all the corruption, man. You know, yeah. You know, the, the, the postmaster, postmaster general, the guy in charge of the USPS, you know, like he's a big Trump guy. So uh, it's like, like if Trump wants to uh, uh, implement, you know, uh, actions that'll make the USPS uh, 
work less hard or, you know, uh, have less locations uh, and things like that, uh, change the hours. He, he, he can enact it. You know, the guy in charge will uh, listen to what the president says. And uh, that's just, you know, it's, it shouldn't be that way. And I like that, you know, the, uh, a lot of the um, uh, politicians are fighting for it right now. Uh, because uh, right now it's all in their hands, you know, like we can speak and we speak and they listen and then they make actions accordingly. So thankfully, a lot of them has, have listened and now they're trying to make it so, you know, no changes can be made to the way that the USPS has been running since January. Right. So they can't reduce the amount of mailboxes. They can't, um, uh, you know, uh, change hours. They can't they can allow people to work overtime, all that stuff, you know, and right. it's like what? Why now? Why do you want to make the changes now out of all the time? <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> but you obviously have your intentions and you can say you're not doing it because of, uh, of uh, election reasons, but the timing doesn't lie. This is the only reason that you're doing it. And it's obvious and, you know, it, it's simple corruptible offenses that sh- that these people should be uh child for and you know deemed guilty of but you know it's just people beginning away with too many things lately <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. In, indubitably I, I just think that using using this moment like to make sure that these things don't happen and that no matter how they try to downplay these type of tactics we make sure that we still kind of push through and persevere through it i think that's what's going to get us uh the best results from this election because again I, I don't think any of us want any surprises coming november um and then we're kind of stuck in this you know backwards loop of like what did we do wrong uh i thought we promoted this well and blah 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 so uh and i honestly i think that's also a good thing to promote as well Kristan, talking about the uh people helping in within the uh in-person voting so if th- th- i know there's an option when you register because when i registered in maryland um there's an option to allow people to um assist within the actual election so if you guys want to make sure these are ran fairly um and you're very passionate about that highly suggest that you sign up uh, and check that box. Yes. For that specific question. So, um, but yeah, um, again, if you're over 18 or you're about to turn 18 between now and before early November, highly suggest y'all the moment you turn 18 to sign up. So um, really important thing. And I, I think it gives you a great opportunity to take that first taste of the adult life. So uh, with that, that being said, um, moving over to our next topic, um, just kind of, more informal based um because obviously we all just kind of finished our our four-year journeys um how are we kind of feeling uh i guess overall uh mentally emotionally towards like the next couple years of our lives because obviously this is like the the important stage that uh kind of sets our lives apart from the rest of what we've already experienced so um do you guys have like the five-year plan i know it's like that basic interview question that's always thrown at us and it's like half the time people don't even know what the hell to answer but you know how, how y'all feeling in, in the in the, the sphere of like oh shit i'm gonna do i have to do shit on my own i think um i kind of went through a, a few different stages <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the best the best way to describe it um i feel like i went through a few stages like uh i don't know if i'm speaking just for myself on this but like right after being a well, first of all, I guess let's just start off with not having a, an official graduation definitely was oh. hard. Yeah. Um, uh, are you allowed to curse on the? Are you allowed to curse on? The- this is as explicit as you like to be, sir. All right. This was fucking bullshit. <laughs> we, are not, uh, we are not allowed to. 
well, not able to, I guess we should say, uh, able to have an official graduation where family and friends can see you walk across the stage and, you know, and you and you really feel like you accomplished something big, you know what I mean? So that was definitely a letdown. I, I'm pretty sure a lot of people felt the same way, even for high schoolers and college students, um, a big letdown on that. Um, and then moving into just kind of like, hey, you're, you're officially an adult now, unless you're going like right back at school or xyz it was kind of like a weird i guess you would say period like a limbo period where i just felt like i i wasn't productive at all like um mm. for 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 a lot of uh kids like you at the summer after school you normally uh wait a little bit and then you get a job or internship or you do something you know what i mean um it felt like i wasn't productive and it kind of felt weird and it had a frenzy where I felt like I, I wasn't doing anything with my life even I had long story short on that I went through kind of like a frenzy of feeling like I wasn't doing anything and when I started putting some things into motion to make me feel like I was actually putting things forward you know going after certain certificates uh working on things like in the stock market xyz to kind of make myself feel like I was staying busy and not just you know what I mean staying up until 4 a.m waking up at 1 p.m um over and over <laughs> again type of type of thing once I got past that hump, I, I kind of felt like I was doing something. And then I kind of got to this third stage of like, hey, this is real. You're really about to move. You're, you really got to, you know, get your get your life together and, you know, get your own bank account set up and, and do a lot of stuff that you really don't learn in school. That part kind of hit me, which was a little bit interesting. Um, and I'm, I'm grateful that I have like, you know, family there for me to be able to ask questions. But it, it was definitely like an interesting thing for me to go through just to, to say the least. But um, it, it, it's been cool though, it's been cool. You, you got a little bit more of a taste just because you really did start your work, you really did start, you know, getting those paychecks. But um, for me, right now, it's just kind of like, just trying to stay, keep myself busy and keep like be doing whatever I can to, to, to kind of stay sharp, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely, very important. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I think you're done, Yusuf. Sorry, cut out for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. I'm, oh, okay. I'm gonna say over, like we're on walkie-talkie. <laughs> <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, yeah uh, I think I told you guys before. Uh, I'm kind of doing this masters, so I can kind of avoid the real world and you know, the real responsibility of you know being done at school and all that for now. Um, so like that's my way of getting around things because I, I, I'm honestly not ready to uh, be done and you know kind of just tra make that transition to the real real um self-ownership i guess I, I, not really self-ownership but you know like post-grad uh i'm on my own I, i'm a real adult <laughs> like yeah um, yeah so so uh right now i'm kind of just going with the flow you know i've been doing that for the past four years and kind of just seeing where it takes me still um and yeah so that, that took me to my master's um but definitely covid did you know put a wrench in a lot of stuff as we all know uh, for all the exact same things that Yusuf described uh, we didn't get our end of our senior year uh, so it's just like what do we do you know like this just the magic oh man yeah it's like the, we have the same amount of work and um less places to be and so just a lot more free time and nothing to do with it so we have to find things to do with it uh and on top of that we can't leave because you know <laughs> the the fear of uh, what's out there, you know, and we don't know what's out there, you know, or who 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 we can get it from and all that. So it, it's just a lot of complicated stuff on top of um, the stress of graduating in the first place. Uh, and 
yeah, it's just, it, it's been a weird, weird year. I'll say that. And it's becoming a norm, though. That's one thing. Uh, it's becoming a norm because uh, everyone's more accepting of the masks now, which is nice. You know, people wear, uh, they still complain, but a lot more people just <laughs> stop complaining. And, you know, they, they see that it is a way of life. And uh, it's just something we have to push through for 2020 because 2020 uh, it will go down in the record books as the worst year ever. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, this this year is just an abomination. I had so many greater expectations towards how I was going to start the adult world, but again, uh, I think this is like a great learning lesson and a keystone to later on in life when things don't go our way um, on ways for us to kind of pivot and throttle ourselves in the right direction, but it's it's still, it's it's saddening. I, I don't even know how sometimes to, to talk to my younger sister on her thoughts and plans towards college because we're still unknown. Like my whole my whole plan was to like drive her up to each one and actually get a taste for each of the universities as opposed to looking online and watching videos. You know, I think it's definitely a d- different taste when you're on those tours and stuff, which I never got. And I, I just wanted her to kind of do that. And then also the uncertainties of like your scoring, your SATs and stuff. Like some of them are saying they're optional. Uh, is it, you know, does it make sense to even put your score in at this point or should you still put it in regardless of them being optional? Like all, all those type of things. It's, I, I really had thorough quarrel on like the ways that we kind of need to do things moving forward. And even, you know, condescending towards, you know, how an experience that, you know, people are kind of sold at the beginning of their freshman year or any type of, you know, experience that they're sold is, is going to look like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like certain people come to Penn State or any other university for that general experience, not even just academically speaking. And it's, you know, it, it's sad to see that that can't really be sold or can't really be attained or ascertained in any type of way. But um, hopefully you know, we, we get that ourselves back in our husband. I'm happy you guys are were able to get yourselves back on your bootstraps uh, and those low points where y'all felt like, you know, you're not doing anything. And I definitely will say that, like, I think a lot of people miss school uh, just in the sense of bringing structure to your day. Uh, I think that's what the biggest thing was, though you hated the tasks that you were doing or, you know, despised that you needed to meet deadlines, it still kept you on your toes and you felt like you were accomplishing things no matter uh, how big or small so i do definitely agree with both of you guys on that i'm happy you guys shared that so um but yeah um, any other thoughts before we move on oh yeah i was just about to ask something i was thinking about with everything turning virtual like how do you feel like the quality of life impacted by all of this? Qu- quality of life yeah quality of learning sorry of learning yeah yeah like, like do you feel like people are really like learning this the, uh, at the same level um do you feel like there's going to be like a certain amount of you know kids that are just like lost like whether or not that i know it's super different it's just something that my mom talked about she's in the elementary school but I, even even on the um you know collegiate right. level like certain certain kids don't take they cut off uh, so just quick online classes as seriously as in-person ones you know what i mean yep. or what did, did you Over. hear the last part or did it cut off uh yes Tess, can you hear me <laughs> okay yeah so yeah so quickly i'm just trying to understand like just from the quality of learning do y'all feel like there is a you know there's going to be a, a few people who who miss out on being able to get the education they would have gotten if it was in person 
because like a lot of college kids don't take seriously online classes as much as they do in their in-person classes. So do y'all feel like that's going to be a big uh, impact? Later I think, yeah, online, definitely. Um, but I think there'll also be like different stages of impact. Uh, those that will be greatly impact for those that had to make the sudden switch like us halfway through the, the semester. Like, <laughs> out of my experience, you know, like, the, the amount that I learned second half of uh, my senior year uh, and just second semester senior year versus the first half is just really different. You know, um, you come back from spring break and then all of a sudden Penn State is closed and uh, all of my notes, all of my textbooks, everything is still back at Penn State and classes are still going on as usual and it's just like, oh man, okay, um, this is not the way that I left things a week ago, you know, before spring break. Right. <laughs> There's no way I can just pick up where I left off. I have to first start using new notebooks i can't look back at what i have because some professors they didn't post things online at the time you know so you just had your notes yep. and your books to look at uh so uh, for us uh that sudden transition i think that we were definitely impacted by the level of learning and we didn't get the same uh we didn't reach the same levels that we had initially um but uh for those that are starting now starting directly remote or directly online such as high schoolers and middle schoolers or you know some universities even are starting completely online um those students they will still be impacted uh in ways at which they you know went to high school where they're fully um in person or any school you know and now it's all online so they have to get used to that but the fact that they're doing it from day one that'll change things, you know so uh the, the the universities and policies won't be figured out as you go along they're, they're already set in place uh and all the rules and how the testing will work and all of that you now uh so things are just more formalized now and uh, going forward, I feel like there will be a lot more uh, structure and uh, things will just, I guess, flow uh, a lot better uh, for a lot of students in that way. But still, um, I myself consider myself a hands-on learner. And, you know, I learn things in class still, like everything's theoretical. But only when I can do something in person, like in my research lab or something like that, mm -hmm. then if I'm in my head. And uh, without that, then I, I feel like a lot of students who find themselves more hands-on or they need to see physical examples, uh, not in the video, but in the classroom, those students will be greatly affected. And yep. uh, that that's just something that um, generation, you know, employers and everybody going forward needs to know about this generation. You know, they didn't get things to the same uh, quality uh, that we did. Uh, it's a different quality. Uh, who knows if it'll be better or worse? Um, I guess after this year, we'll find out. Absolutely, yeah. I really empathize with that, like, heavily. Uh, and I think the worst thing is like the abruptness of everything kind of caused this whole cataclysm of uncertainty slash, you know, insecurity with like the way going forward of how you're going to readjust and reorient yourself. Like, I think, you know, I, I just found it really like crazy how these professors, I mean, and, and some were more lenient and, you know. And happy to assist students as, as more than others but you know it, it comes to the point where they are almost you know un you're unable to contact these people at a certain point when it's virtual you know what i'm saying like i feel like virtually you have the choice to ignore you know what i'm saying as opposed to in person in person is it's it's already kind of a uh, a norm that if someone is speaking to you you respond right um and so it, it kind of it's a really different environment because it's like i can email my professor five times and him not reply to me as opposed to calling his name in the classroom five times and eventually he has to 
at least respond to me. You know what I'm saying? So it's it, it's that barrier that technology can sometimes bring. Um, but at the same time, <clears throat> you know, it's going to be uh, something that everybody kind of has to conquer, um, especially for the younger generation. Uh, I guess this gives them a good taste of how it is if they were to pursue degree programs or certifications uh, online or, you know, being the person that kind of self-study and teach themselves certain uh, algorithms or um, methodologies and terminologies. But still, it, it kind of still puts us in a really awkward space predicament and of whether things will ever be the same um but hopefully again you know as things kind of alleviate uh and we kind of race towards this vaccine and cure and you know that things can go forward uh but it, it is scary and it's very uncertain but um, I'm, again i'm just projecting and hoping that the best results still come so yeah. i'm happy yeah i also want to touch upon the uh the teacher's perspective so yes I was, uh, yeah, I was a TA this uh, past spring, so I was teaching a lab, uh, and it was in person lab. You, like you have to do physical experiments with my group of uh, ten students uh, twice a week, and you know we have to set it up as the students need to set it up after I show them the example, and then they run the test, and then they gather the data, and then um, the only thing they do remotely is they interpret the data. Um, then we switched halfway through the semester, and I had to transition to teaching them a lab remotely <laughs> in which none of the students can run the experiment. None of the students can uh, learn from watching me run the experiment. All they have to do is watch a video of the experiment running and then use the same set of data that was gathered. Uh, and um, there's no more uh, trial and errors. There's no more, you know, learning as you do. It's just, yeah. here's the right way to do it. And here's the result of that, you know? Right. That, that's what came out of the remote learning. Um, and uh, also, like, uh, you, we were talking about the students probably not getting the most out of, you know, remote classes and remote learning. Um, yep. Also, the, another problem might be the professors not giving the most out of remote learning, you know? Yes. I know a lot of professors, they're so dynamic. They need that class participation. They need, you know, feedback. They need um, a visual cues to know how they're doing. And those are the great professors mm -hmm. that rely on that. Um, but the thing is, it's extremely hard to get that now. Uh, you just stare at the screen, and some students have their cameras on. Some don't. Some are yep. sleeping, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, that. yes, they might be sleeping in your class, but uh, there's always, you know, you, you, can, you can see every student. Um, here, it's like you, you have such a limited perspective. And uh, when I was teaching, you know, some had their cameras on. They, they, they're harder to talk to. They, they, you know, it's like, and I was a student too at the time. And so I understand. But, um, yep. you know, it's like uh, you don't get that participation that you had with in-person classes. So it's, it, it kind of is discouraging on the teaching side as well. So... Um, I think we need the professors to kind of overlook that and not be discouraged and the students to overlook all these changes that they don't want happening, such as the online learning. And just remember, it's the same material and it's being taught the same way so you can learn the same amount. And then, you know, that then we can possibly get good results this fall. But we need the, both of those things to happen. Absolutely. Yeah. Well said, honestly. It's 
it's all perspective. It's all subjective as well um, on where you want to go. I know some people just don't want to show up on college campuses right now because maybe the, all their classes are already on Zoom. But again, it, it sucks that, you know, participation isn't going to be the same. And, you know, it's going to be difficult for professors to really get any students to really engage and, and be a part of the conversation as much as they would have previously. Um, and it, I feel like, you know, it, it, it also pushes you to do better in the classroom uh, when you're really in that in-person setting as well. Uh, not to one-up anybody, but more so to uh, kind of show that you understand a concept and, and can interpret it in, back to your uh, professor or teacher. But yeah. Um, yeah, well, with the time kind of dwindling down, I'm going to close out on that topic. appreciate you guys' two cents. That was, you know, super great knowledge and wisdom. And I'm happy that, you know, our viewers, our listeners get to uh, hear in from those perspectives. So awesome. Uh, no, you know, problem. And now segueing over to the music section of the podcast. So a little bit more lighthearted, funner. Um, I talked about this on the last podcast, but now I kind of really want to know y'all's opinions. But uh, making the style and Cardi B dropped their song WAP thoughts, <laughs> music video as well. So y'all can talk about both. <laughs> you mean what and gushy that one? <laughs> <laughs> I hope, yes. I hope you all have had some uh, WAP in y'all's life recently. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I hope it's not during COVID. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm weak. <laughs> but um, yeah, I thought that was cool. It was, it was an all right song. I pre, I, I think I appreciated the music video the most. <laughs> and I, and, no, and and I mean not appreciate just because I got to look at some 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 baddies. Goddamn, but. Like just overall, you know what I mean? Like the cinematography, the angles, you know, the colors is always dope. The colors, very um, vibrant. Uh, the this, uh, the uh, the chore- choreography was fire. The dancing was fire. Um, other, other than that, I thought it was good. I didn't want to. I just realized that your last podcast you did talk about this. So uh, yeah, we could definitely keep it short. My bad about that. <laughs> no, you cool, Chris. Yeah, um, there are a lot of controversies with the song but uh and the music video mainly but like i i thought it was cool as well uh same with the stuff um what's it called uh like it, it's not something i i you know play on repeat <laughs> personally but like it's a good song and i, I think like there there are it did call like bring to attention double standards though yes you know? um you know, like I think YouTube itself asked them to censor the song, right? And yes, they did. Yeah, so it's things like that, and you know, uh, male artists, male rap artists, you know, they can do anything pretty much, and I don't think they're censored to that uh, level where, you know, the t- the title of the song is Bob, but they couldn't even say those words that make up the act, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that that's my sense on it. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. That's a really good point you brought up. Um, and yeah, like it's it's definitely the double standard thing, uh, patriarchy against women, um, always being perpetuated. Um, th- those type of things have really kind of driven it, and it shows that women can run the industry. Women can be number one on the charts as well, um, and they're just as capable of being successful in the music industry or any other industry. Um, so I'm happy. Like again, the social media response to it has you know had me 
not even just laughing in terms of like everything that's going on, uh, but also in terms of um, and the memes going on. But in terms of the the women kind of getting out of their comfort zone and kind of expressing themselves, uh, loving their bodies and body image and whatever they they uh, they associate with. So, you know, it's I think it's really important for us to kind of acknowledge those type of things and and not kind of draw a line because of the fact that oh it's a super inappropriate song which it is but um and obviously it's not meant for certain demographics of kids or or people obviously so um but again it's something that is a nice bop to put on when you're at home or not at home when you're out and about or you listen to it when you're you know going out to a party or whatever the case is but on my on my leisure i ain't listening to this that's just how i feel so <laughs> Uh, when I'm doing work or I'm trying to vibe out, like it's not my my choice, but um, definitely a bop and definitely gonna be around for a while on the top of the charts. So, uh, moving forward, we also had Drake come out with a new single, "Laugh Now, Cry Later," featuring Lil Durk. What y'all thought about that one? Fire, fire, fire! <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought it was good, bro. I know a lot of people Drake just because he's dropping stuff that's just like, you know how Drake raps. Drake raps in uh, Instagram captions. Yes, he does. Say so you're always gonna hate him, hate on him about that, but I thought it was fire, and I, I love the fact that Lil Dirk was on the song, so he can get him a little platinum record, another Heck platinum yeah. record, because that that song is definitely gonna go platinum for himself. And um, I love the fact that Drake is is constantly putting on like smaller great artists. That, yes, he is. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm really happy about that as well. Like, had he won recently um, with the uh, Only You freestyle as well. Um, and yeah, he's just popping around all types of different features. So I'm really happy he's trying to put on the small artist. I agree. Chris, on thoughts? Yeah, I'm a fan of the song as well. Um, I, I love the music video too, honestly. Yeah. Uh, it's just a good thing vibe. Um, I like Juski. <laughs> I like that he, he made an appearance. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, I'm I'm he, he's releasing the album later, right, Drake? Yeah, like, he's having an album come out soon. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's just a uh, kind of building up anticipation for that. So yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah, I mean, I, everybody found it as a meme, him crying and such during yeah. the music video and all that. Um, <laughs> they've been using it as memes for COVID and stuff like that. It's hilarious, but um. I don't know. I find it interesting how he stations it in the Nike headquarters. He's out there playing b-ball with uh, I forget who it was. Who was he playing? Yeah, KD. He was with KD and uh, was playing football with Odell. So I don't know. He's just. I feel like he's he wants to be an athlete so bad, but he knows he can't. So he just incorporates it into his music videos just to feel a little better about himself. But I don't know. It's hilarious. Yeah, y'all think um, a lot of artists is really like. The, the one good thing I, I feel like COVID, something came out of COVID is that like a lot of people like got this opportunity to like just sit down and think about like what they've been doing and stop just like go, 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 go. So like right. a lot of artists I felt like got the opportunity to actually enjoy the homes that they have, um, right. actually spend time with their family, you know what I mean? But then again, you can also say like they're losing out on millions possibly of dollars through um, like touring. Like do you feel like a lot of artists like, do you feel like Drake is really even affected by something like COVID? Or or for him, it's just like, I'll just drop some music and live off royalties like he's been doing. Yeah, man, he's fine. Don't worry about him. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about any of those artists. They have more than us, you know? So, like, they got their name, and their name is not going anywhere unless they do something. You yeah, know, unless they're, like, that isn't right. Yeah, <laughs> <So> like, <laughs> I feel like they're fine. 
like and and like you said now they get to enjoy their mil- million billion dollar house right so if the fact that they even get to enjoy that in the first place like uh <laughs> I'm, I'm not concerned for any of them exactly Who, who's an artist hurt an artist that you all think is like hurting because it's like covid right now uh i will say rico nasty i read an article about how she was coping with it um she she was uh just talking about like obviously being a mother through this and and caring for your child while simultaneously trying to make sure your career is is still you know and not in a swivel um is a huge thing but you know I, I feel like a lot of artists and and celebrities that are already well renownedly known are kind of using if music isn't going the direction i feel like they're also using other platforms like think about your jason derulo right now like that man has been using tiktok as uh, his, yeah. his crux right now <laughs> and he's yeah, gotten so he's, many he's, followers he, i i just i, I just want to see his contract his tiktok contract like I, right i just <laughs> curious about that type of stuff but um yeah for sure i i, I completely agree with y'all on that and yeah, uh, I think I heard like Jaden, Jaden Smith, like he was dealing with like hard anxiety because of, you know, just staying at home and, um, you know, uh, everything uh, quarantine wise. And, you know, that's been interfering with his music, but he's still releasing, you know, so. Cabin Fever is actually a good song, by the way. Yeah, really good song. <laughs> yeah. Haven't heard it. Need to check it out. Yeah, it's dope. It's not even like hip hop, you know what I'm saying? It's like a laid back, chill, like. I don't even know how to describe it. I guess pop record. Yeah. So pop essentially, yeah. It's, it's weird. Yeah. Very chill, elegant pop. Like it's really nice. It's like something you'd play when you're on a beach day or something. Uh really dope. Yeah. Oh, he's dropping a whole tape on the twenty eighth. Ah, I didn't even know that. Okay. We'll definitely be reviewing that on the next podcast when that comes out. So uh, definitely something to look out for. And speaking out of things for look out for, uh, just so we kind of get ready to round things out, but the XSL freshman class cover has been released. How do you guys feel about that list? Do you think it's accurate of the depiction of the people we've really been listening to for the last year? Or do you think it's rigged and Stunna for Vegas should have been on it or something? Dang, Stunna didn't make it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I just to reiterate the list, um, Cowboy, Polo G, Little TJ, Fabio, um, was a Chica, Mulatto. Fabio is 40 years old. <laughs> I he agree. 40 years old. What is he doing? I guess it, he's a freshman to the hip hop game, I guess, right? All right. Um, but yeah, I, th- I thought it was cool. Um, and I also like how they always just somehow be able to put like one or two or even three names that I, I haven't heard before. So I appreciate that from them as well. But um, yeah, I, th- I think it, I thought, I thought it was okay. Um, did y'all see the freestyles that dropped? I think um, uh, Polo G's freestyle drops. He did a pretty good one. That was expected though. Exactly. Yeah. So, so far the two that have came out is Anoli Chapas and Polo G's and just to evaluate the two. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. I was about to ask you, how was NLE's? NLE's was very sweaty. Um, and when I mean sweaty. sweaty, he was actually perspiring the entire time that he was rapping, bro. Like it, it, it was a complete mess in my opinion. Uh, he does deliver the energy and like super fast, you know, aggressive, uh, lyrics that he usually does, but it's, yeah, he, was, he really wasn't saying that. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like in that same direction of I'm gonna kill you and, and your gang. And I got my Glock on me and like, you can't oh, touch me and all that type of stuff. Way better. 
from based off your description. Did you see Polo Absolutely. Chico? Yes, I did. Um, I think his was much more mel- uh, melodic, uh, had some type of flow and rhythm uh, as well, even though obviously, no, obviously there's no beat, but you know what you say and the way you're kind of interpreting it, uh, there's some type of semblance of that. But um, yeah, Polo G tells a story and he goes in something, a better direction. Uh, definitely than Ellie and Elijah does. And again, he's more elegant and, and just chilling. Like he's not there to uh, kind of prove himself, which I like. So, but yeah. Any thoughts, Kristan? Have you been able to see them or have you seen the list? Any oh, thoughts yeah, on like. I haven't heard the freestyles. I haven't heard the freestyles yet. And yeah, there's, there's actually a good amount on the list that I don't know yet. So I, I just got to get myself acquainted. <laughs> yeah, all good. But, like, <clears throat> do you feel like the list is a good depiction of people you've been listening to in terms of hip-hop music? Or no? I, is yeah, it somebody you'd want on there? For new artists, yeah. Um, but still, I haven't really been listening to them in particular. You know, even. Uh, just just because, I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, for new artists, they have. I, I guess the ones that I know that are new, they're on the list. But I, I've been listening to, you know, established artists, I should say. I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, true that. Honestly, it's... You know, we still got time to see what happens. We'll kind of give a more thorough review on the overall XXL freshman class list. Uh, but for now, um, this is kind of like what we have. So, but yeah, just wanted to talk about that really quickly since that's a huge trending thing at the moment. I uh, highly recommend you guys uh, watch them as well because they, they had a <laughs> a video kind of going over how everybody's freshman freestyle goes as like an intro. And by far right now, like I can say Little Key is doing the worst. So uh, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> um, but moving forward, we had um, Dave East drop his album, Karma 3. That was really excellent. Um, I really enjoy Dave East's music, obviously. Um, but the way things go with his albums, they kind of always flop. Uh, but we'll see how that goes. Um, Tika dropped an album, Industry Games, who's also on the uh, XSL freshman class list. I really enjoyed this album. Highly recommend you guys do. Uh, listen to it as well. Uh, we also had Burn a Boy in the Afro Beat category dropping twice as tall. And let me tell y'all, like, as somebody who loves Afro beats and moving around and just moving and, and breaking my legs, like, this is definitely it, in my opinion. Um, it is debatable on whether or not this is better than African Giant, but um, I do find this album to be, you know, a step up in the right direction in terms of production, uh, severely in production because of uh, it being. Uh, produced by much more renowned um, producers. Uh, we also had a new single from Nas, Ultra Black. There's a Doja Cat disc, very funny, uh, just talking about how much he loves being black. So I highly recommend listening to it. Um, and then we had Alicia Keys uh, with a single featuring Khalid, So Done. Um, really love this, really nice how these two kind of uh, click in, in this song specifically. Um, and it's nice to hear that, you know, Southern uh, singing being going in tandem with that New York singing that Alicia has in her amazing voice. So, um, and last but not least, we also had um, Cash Page who had dropped a new album, Teenage Fever. Uh, really great. And the reason why I'm addressing this mainly is because there's an Isaiah Rashad feature in it. And if you know, Isaiah Rashad has not dropped an album in three years. So it's nice to hear his voice every once in a while when he pops in and out. So um, happy to hear from him in that regard. But um, and then last but not least as well, uh, Charlie Puth has a new song, Hard on Yourself uh, and Girlfriend with Black Bear. So uh, definitely check those songs out. No, it's a mouthful, but 
uh, really great music kind of on the horizon still. Um, and a lot of great things have already been released. So, you know, average music listeners just keep listening in and, and, and vibe out. So, but yeah. Um, any other suggestions before we move on to our final topic of this podcast? All right. Last but not least, Apex Legends Season 6 just dropped uh, with a brand new uh, character slash hero, Rampart. Pretty much he's able to uh, create turrets for your teammates and has a shield along with it. So that protects you and allows you to gun down enemies within your game. So much, much, uh, really interesting addition to the game. I'm also going to be streaming that tonight. So make sure you guys check me out on Twitch.tv. So Zach and Bro. He will not be playing Apex. He will be playing Warzone with uh, No Bueno. <laughs> a lot of dubs. Uh, hopefully. But uh, <laughs> but definitely, yeah. Check it out, guys. It's uh, live right now. Go download and update your games. It's going to be a fun season. Um, new skins as well have been released. And um, a new game has also emerged, Rogue Company. And a lot of people have been playing this. I just watched Tim the Tapman uh, fiddling around with this today on Twitch. And um, it's a pretty good game, third-person um, kind of search and destroy style game. Um, you know, it, it doesn't really innovate or do things so different from like your Valorant's. It's still in its uh, its beta slash alpha uh, beta stage of development, so they're still taking criticism. I think it's in that open beta stage for it's going to be in that open beta stage for a while. So be sure to check out that game. It's on PC, PS4, and Xbox One as well. So. Um, but yeah, and also we've still been playing Fall Guys. Uh, you stuff got a taste of Fall Guys, and uh, yes, how was sir. that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Fall Guys is an amazing game. Um, I'm much better than Kevin at the game. Um, <laughs> Kev- Kevin, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm so funny. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's a fun game. I feel like it's literally like the perfect game where like if you're just stressed out doing literally whatever video game you normally try harding at you can just hop over there uh with a friend or two and and enjoy yourself listening some listen to some cheer cheerful 10 year old uh beats and music while, while you jump go. around <laughs> i agree <laughs> definitely it's it's I think the biggest thing you said and I have been talking about is just it hopefully evolving into some type of like four split screened party game. Yes, That'd be so much better. Bro, if they drop the split screen for it, that would be so fun, bro. Like I literally just imagined us like Kristan, like I'm serious, like us at the crib, like <laughs> the pregame in the pregame, us playing that in uh Super Smash Bros. And it would it's so yeah. much fun. I don't know. It, it's a great time. And then also obviously cross platform that they need to add but um other than that it's a it's a pretty solid what you two playing it you said uh what what console yeah yeah uh we, we've been playing on on ps4 i bought a ps4 uh, this quarantine so i, I got yeah, that yeah that's what i was gonna ask i know you didn't have one <laughs> yeah 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 uh, I, got, I got so bored in quarantine i bought a ps4 <laughs> yeah i i rented my my friend <laughs> see that's that that sounds like the most chris Todd shit i've ever heard in my life <laughs> yeah i was like i was like he i don't found need a it. way to get around it I, was like, I don't need it for too long so uh how about i pay you just for uh six weeks okay <laughs> six weeks <laughs> this man paid a ransom <laughs> that's hilarious but yeah uh, that's pretty much all the gaming news we have uh, are y'all watching any anime right now or tv shows that's like the last straw project power have y'all seen project power with uh with jamie, jamie fox, fox. Uh, jamie yeah, fox. yeah i want to see it though 
watch it. You're going to watch it. And then you're going to realize that that would have been like, it was already good. The fighting and everything was already cool. Plot is cool. Um, it's just like the only downfall is them not explaining a lot of stuff. But then you realize that they would have took the plot and turned it into a TV show, maybe anime type of feel, bro. It would have been like, like once you watch it and then think about that, you're going to be like, wow, like it was pretty good. Like the concept was like kind of fire. Like it, it was entertaining. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, and there's a lot of big names in there as well, from what I've been seeing. Like uh, Casey Neistat was in there, yeah, uh, for a brief second. Machine Gun Kelly was in there, and then Chica herself was also in there. Yeah, um, exactly. Wait, that's so, Chica. Chica. That's Chica. Okay, now I know who Chica is on the. Show. All right. <laughs> Everything yep. is. Yes, it does. Yep. So yeah, yep. man, it's just it's yeah. If you if you get a take a look at it. You're gonna realize this would have been fire as like a TV show. They could have like went in depth with like each character. Like I just kind of wanted to. I literally wanted to know more about every character that was probably brought up in the yeah. Show, nice. I mean, in the movie. Yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely on the to watch list. Probably this week. Yeah. Probably. Same. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. It looks really amazing. Does Jamie Fox kill it? J- yeah. Jamie Fox did a good job. He did his thing. Um. I, I don't want to do any spoilers, but I wanted to see more of his superpowers i'm gonna leave it at that right uh so they saved it for the end i see <laughs> okay no what no not at all what are you talking about uh, okay okay <laughs> gotcha cool 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 chris not watching anything uh I, I just got I'm, I'm trying to get into cards actually so i started watching top gear uh that's a really cool show um it's this british uh show where they're basically go talking about 10 different cars each episode and they do like test drives and um all different stuff you know basically yeah, that, that show's been going on for forever I yeah mean, back in middle school yeah, yeah i've seen so that before. I, I, I just started <laughs> so i'm a little behind but yeah <laughs> it, it, it's really cool it's getting me into it um that's just something i do like uh but i mainly watch anime you know as you all know <laughs> uh so i guess i'm watching sword art online uh the third season alicization right now i don't yep. know if you know about it but it, it's getting really intense man it's really good uh so i i've kind of i took a break from it because i kind of like to binge <laughs> so i i've caught up again to like the the episodes so uh taking another break but um honestly the, every episode is like a cliffhanger you know it's, it's exactly what you want from anime so i recommend awesome uh, in terms of anime that I'm watching, I'm watching the God of High School still, uh, still an ongoing one and, and still in its early stages as well. So I highly recommend you guys also take a listen. Uh, but uh, it's it's fire. It's it's like uh, right at the beginning, just not spoil too much. It's like a battle royale, and everybody kind of has their own unique powers, quote unquote. They're not like superpowers like in My Hero, but it's you know it, it's an interesting type of you know storyline that they're going with uh and, and kind of like showing the people that are you know capable of being the best of the best and in, in fighting pretty much so um it, it's really cool i uh, don't want to spoil too much of it so definitely check it out if you guys haven't um i'm also watching the shy in terms of tv shows right now a lot of plot holes and stuff uh only cool thing i want to mention about is that they played legends from juice world at the very end because it was like a tragic ending because oh. there's just too many there's too many good things happening at the end of this episode episode nine by the way of the shy season three and um <clears throat> they just they, they kill off an ex, uh, an important character just to say it, the short 
uh wait and they just started playing juice world legends and i was like and and another thing that was funny was that they had g Erbo in this episode as well it was it was very random very random uh wait this is an anime period. no this is <laughs> this is oh. a tv show <laughs> oh. oh i'm so confused i'm sorry <laughs> no all good i was saying tv shows i'm also watching is uh the shy uh oh, it's funny uh brady actually put me onto it as well so definitely loving the show um, but yeah, the main character do something and got kicked off the show. That's him. Yeah. Oh, that's how they killed him off. <laughs> yeah, yo, oh. the first episode of the season, they killed him off. They had a funeral. It was, oh. and there was no explanation as to why. I think that was the worst thing ever. Yeah. Uh, they should have but... said the the reason that for whatever he did in real life. You know. <laughs> exactly, bro. They, they kind of just made it seem, <laughs> yo. <laughs> Yo, they just made it seem like in the show, like he got like killed in like a gang violence like incident, but like it Man. was just it was just badly written to be honest. But oh yeah, something that just came out, uh, the Umbrella Academy uh, season. Yes, two. I don't know if you've seen season one, but it was pretty good. So uh, yeah, yeah, like, I didn't I didn't just... watch the new season though, but I, I did see season one. Yeah, so I'm, that's something I gotta watch as well. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna be checking that out. I'm, I'm searching that up right now. I keep hearing things about this show, so gonna definitely yeah. check it out. <laughs> all righty. Well, with that being said, thank you all for listening into the Wonder Wednesday podcast this week. This got a little lengthy, and I didn't want it to, but we we're having great discussion, and I hope you guys found some enriching information from this today. Uh, again, where can we find y'all? <laughs> uh, uh, you can find me on Instagram, uh, King Kristan. At King underscore Kristan, um, and Facebook. <laughs> well, I guess if you look hard enough, you can find me on Facebook. But I hope you don't. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, same here. <laughs> <laughs> and then on Insta- on Instagram, you can find me at Seth dot zero six. That that. Well, awesome. Thank you guys both for coming on. This was a really pleasure, to, a big pleasure to have you guys on. And it was a great, uh, stimulating, probing uh, podcast. I appreciate y'all coming on. And again, like I always say at the end of the podcast, if there's any sponsors that want to sponsor the podcast, please reach out to me at ZachAndBroadGmail.com. Please. Um, it'd be nice to work with you and collaborate. Um, and yeah, it'll, it'll definitely get your product or whatever you're trying to sell into a greater platform. So uh, again, thank you guys again for coming on. And uh, thank you, viewers, for listening. I'll see you guys next week. And peace and hair grease. Take care, everyone.